Does your day reflect your goals, your wants and needs, or are you just busy finding yourself climbing the wrong mountain day after day, not accomplishing anything or having a result of the things that you're doing, the energy you're expounding? Today, we're going to tackle time blocking. Hello, my friends, Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right, good morning, friends. Thank you for inviting me back into your world. I honestly love bringing you these episodes, and I know you have countless options on how you can spend your time. So thank you. Please share with your friends or somebody who needs to hear this information. You know who they are. Rookie Real Estate can be found all over the podcast platforms, anywhere that you listen. And also feel free to send your questions and comments to Kenny at RookieRealEstate.com. We'll work those in, and I promise to read every single email. Hopefully can respond to them, but I will read them. All right, so speaking of time, today when you woke up, the clock started. The race began. You've got 16 hours ahead of you. 16 hours. Now, if you've got a J-O-B, likely you've got eight of those hours accounted for. But even still, that leaves 10 hours. 10 hours to do anything that you want. Now here's a question for you. Have you ever woke up and wondered, what am I gonna do today? Of course you have, but please don't tell me it's every day. It can't be, at least not in real estate. Not if you're a rookie trying to launch. Not if you're on the road to your first 50 transactions. Your best day ever must start the night before. Now here's another question for you. Does your day reflect your goals, your wants and needs, or are you just busy finding yourself climbing the wrong mountain day after day, not accomplishing anything or having a result of the things that you're doing, the energy you're expounding, Today, we're gonna to tackle time blocking. Now, I want, you, I want you to have an idea of the day in the life of a real estate agent, what it should look like. What it should look like. Did you hear me earlier when I said, your best day ever starts the night before? It doesn't matter what the next 12 months holds, it matters how you prepare for the next 24 hours. You've likely heard the old saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And I love that visual. I love that we can break down our day and make it really count. Now, I've got to admit, my friends, there are times I'm great at this and other times, not so much. I can wake up 
with the best of intentions and end up chasing my tail until lunchtime, not even knowing it's lunchtime. You see, in most professions, you likely have one main boss and maybe an office manager that dictates your time at work. But in real estate, you've now picked up six, eight, ten bosses. Each homeowner whose half a million dollar house you list just became your boss in their minds. Now, if you've done your job right and set the correct expectations in your list and presentations, maybe they see your relationship more as a partnership with you actually being in charge. However, there are a ton of factors that play into how that happens and definitely for another podcast. But my point is, when your half a million dollar client calls you, the lady or gentleman who will soon pay you approximately $15,000 of their hard-earned money and equity from their home, they tend to expect you to answer the phone. Fair? I think so. Now, what happens when you are listing three to five homes per week and are floating a couple of buyers at the same time? Now it's getting real. Time all of a sudden becomes a commodity. And a commodity, commodity is a useful or valuable thing such as water or time. It becomes something that everybody is trying to get a piece of, needs to have a piece of. So time management and time blocking, I think time blocking is really the cool phrase of time management. We'll call it time blocking. Proper sleep, proper diet, proper exercise, quality time with your spouse or significant other and children. Notice that I put spouse or significant other first, assuming you have one. When you ignore him or her, things are fixing to change in your world. Keep an eye on them, seriously. Now the list that I just shared are essential to success for your health, for your life, and if ignored, one or all will soon be the main focus, resulting in massive amounts of lost productivity. Let's stay focused and well-balanced. Proper sleep, critical. Eating well, critical. The right foods, fueling your body. Exercise or at least activity. Quality time with family. All of these things are critical and you've gotta be able to plug it in systematically and also be productive and create income and a living to sustain the lifestyle that you and they expect. Do you know what the definition of productivity is or translates to? It's called a paycheck in the real estate world. You are 100% commissioned. If you don't go out, kill something every day and drag it home, you're likely not going to eat in 30 to 45 days. I have wore that out in previous episodes, but I need you to continue hearing what I'm saying because once you jump, or if you've already jumped, If you don't hear this, you're going to be hungry. Your kids are going to be skinny. Unproductive salesmen have skinny kids. Make sure that you can feed them. They need to eat. I see every day a lot of busy agents. I fall into the trap myself from time to time, but over the last 15 years of quality therapy, I can feel immediately when anxiety enters my body and I've gotten pretty good at pinpointing quickly what triggered it. Anxiety is sneaky and you're like, where did that come from? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And if you will stop at that very moment, look at your calendar, 
Look at your to-dos. Look at where you've got to be and what you've got going on. And maybe you don't have a calendar and that's why you're anxious. But be able to pinpoint that quickly when it's triggered will help you to adjust, reset, focus. Now, it's taken me years of therapy because I don't identify, I didn't identify quickly enough to figure out what that was. But it's usually a control over my calendar that gets reckless at times and develops anxiety for me. I don't know what that will be for you, but I want you to be able to feel it. When something's not right, stop what you're doing and feel it. Now, more times than not, it does revolve around my time management or lack thereof. Now, a cool phrase that we're, I keep meaning to say is time blocking. I want to use that because agents, you know, you'll, you'll go to a seminar and you'll see a, a breakout session on time blocking. Really, again, it's time management. It comes down to being in control, building your day the night before so that you can sleep well, not worrying about forgetting something or what the next day brings. It's already planned. Expectations are set. Everybody's on board. There's an amazing book that I highly recommend. It's called The Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents. It breaks down how to get your morning started off right. Focused on your mind, your body, and your spirit. It is worth the read, I promise. Download it, listen to it, read it. Go pick it up at a bookstore. Get this one in your mind quickly because if you can start the morning off right having planned correctly the previous night and the previous day and even for the week even on sunday look at the whole week then you're going to get your miracle morning most productive morning launched correctly after you've got your morning plan you must remain focused on one major topic dollar producing activity Here's where the train derails for real estate agents. They get busy on stuff that doesn't matter and doesn't produce them money. Yes, there's a lot of things that have to be done. And if you listen to the previous podcast or one or two before this, I gave you 115 things you've got to do in the first 90 days. New agents get bogged down in that list because there's so many things. Now, we systemized it for you so that you could look at it Put checkbox, plan on when you're going to get it done so that you can plan this and work it in. And remember I said the first 90 days, spread it out, put it in an order of importance, get it done, work it into your week. But dollar producing activities must be the main focus. Even when you're brand new, you've got to start making the calls, introducing your new profession to your sphere of influence, doing things that are going to expose who you are to the people that are potentially going to be able to use you. If you focus 90 days on that list and that's the only thing you do, you're going to be very, very hungry and probably not going to make it because you've got to start day one with dollar producing activities. Use the list, span it out, prioritize it, meet with your broker, meet with your mentor, find a top producing agent in your company, figure out how you're going to get all that done while you're prioritizing dollar producing activity. Yes, there are a lot of things that have to be done. A lot of T's crossed and a lot of I's dotted, but you've got to make money. This is not a hobby, my friends. You've got to make money. It's got to be a profession. Luckily, there are only about four main ways to make money in real estate, so we're going to keep this really simple. In general, one-on-one connections are the very most productive thing that you can do. 
You've got your morning lined out. You know what you're going to do when you wake up to the point where you get ready to start actually working. The first thing, the most successful thing that could produce money for you is if you could figure out a way to have a one-on-one connection with one to three people per day. Three might be ambitious, but at least one new person that could be a listing appointment, could be a buyer's appointment, could be coffee with a new acquaintance. It could be a a meeting with a strategic partner that can do referral business with you. A one-on-one connection, allow time in your calendar for that to happen and find ways to plug it in. Make it the priority. Attending social events and functions are also critical. People have to see your face. It's eye-to-eye marketing. You're right in front of them. They can't miss it. You're going to have the opportunity to attend different events. Don't shun away from them. If you're an introvert, build yourself up. Know it's coming. Mentally prepare and go do it. For others of us, I love it. It feeds my soul to be around a group of people that are like-minded, that are you know full of energy and doing things and getting things done, movers and shakers. We're talking about their business and what they're doing and succeeding. We're talking about my business and what I'm doing and succeeding. We're finding ways to interact. It could be any type of social event or function, but that is the second thing you've got to look for and make sure is on your daily calendar. Also, phone calls. This is where agents are like, God, I don't want to make calls. Again, know it on the front end. Making calls is a critical point and dollar producing activity for real estate agents. If you don't like the phone, you're either going to have to be exceptional at one-on-one connections and social events and put all of your time into that, or You're going to have to balance it like most of us do and make the necessary phone calls that have to be made in order to generate business, set up appointments, get the ball rolling, get things moving. And the fourth thing is handwritten notes. If you can send out two, three, four a day, you know, eight to 10, 15 a week of handwritten notes, it's a lost art. There's books written on that being a lost art, but it really does actually touch people they will open it they will read it they will stick it in their top drawer i've got a drawer full of them over here that people have sent me because they don't want to throw away something that was meaningful and meaningfully writ written to them uh it's hard to throw that away and it's got your you know nice little logo on the front of it with your name they open it up you may not even mention real estate but it's already branded it's a note from you, and it means something. Find ways to write notes to people. The book, The Seven Levels of Communication, displays this really neat pyramid for a great visual. I love this book. If I could have written a book on how I did real estate before I read this one, then it would have been structured a lot this of the same way. When I read it, I'm like, man, I'm doing that. Man, I'm doing that. Oh, I need to tighten up on that one right there. It's an amazing book on how to communicate and contact people in a very normal business, sociable aspect where it's not in your face. It's actually providing value with people. I love this book. It takes away the feel of salesy, pushy, real estate, realtor, and and really just brings it into you providing value, you being an expert. I love that book as well. So Miracle Morning, I've already given you a homework assignment. The second one is Seven Levels of of Communication. You can likely get both of those read in one week if you'll just block the time in your calendar 
and make it happen. Look, I'm only touching the top four. There's actually seven, I believe. Yeah, seven, seven levels. So there's actually seven. But the top four are the most important. The fifth level is electronic communication, meaning email, and that's why I stopped where I did. You're going to find time to check your email. I prefer that to be at times when I'm having to wait on somebody or times that I'm waiting for my next appointment to start or getting ready to go somewhere and I've got 10 more minutes to kill before I need to drive to make it my next appointment. That's where I can work on emails. Now, fortunately, in our company where I work, we have listing coordinators, closing coordinators, uh, assistants that take care a lot of the logistics of what we do when it comes to paperwork. So I'm extremely blessed in that area and I will admit. But if you're going to be a top producing agent or you're going to start interviewing with uh, brokerages like I talked about in previous sessions, then find the companies that are going to fit and support you so that you can do this right here and not always chasing the T's and dotting the I's. Find somewhere that you can plug in that's going to help support you in the paperwork so you can be doing this, the dollar producing activities. It's worth the splits whenever you dive down and you look at it. It may not seem like it at first, but trust me, on the back end, when you're a rock star, you're going to need that support and you're either going to have to hire it yourself or you're going to have to align yourself with a team that provides it as part of the value that they provide. Now, here we go, friends. Here's the meat of what you need to hear today. Pull out a calendar, a paper calendar preferably. Google one, look at it. Maybe while we're doing this podcast, if you're driving, don't do that. Uh, But think about it. Picture one in your head. But get a pencil and let's get started on breaking down what a day in the life of a realtor should look like. Now, blocking out the time that must take place the one-time events like taking the kids to school, the picking them up, the doctor's appointments, the sports activities, the pre-scheduled training that you're working on for your real estate license, the hard line items that you cannot miss. That's the very first thing that you're going to block out for your day and also for that week. It's something that you probably want to work with your spouse or significant other with if you've got one and line up with the kids' calendars. Have all that in one place so these hard line items are put on your calendar. You remember in my opening, I want you home as much as possible with your spouse and your kids, with your family. In order to be able to do that, these hard line items have to become appointments on your calendar that aren't adjusted unless absolutely the sky is falling in necessary. Put them on there, make them hard line, make them count. So that way when you're there, you're there. Now, hopefully there's still going to be some time left in your day and in your week to actually do some work. Sometimes we get busy in our lives and we prioritize things that aren't as productive. So this is going to help you see this in a daily form and also in a weekly form. But put the hard line items on there first. Then create your ideal morning. Let's let's look hourly and minute by minute at this point on a, on a total brand new day on a Monday morning on what it could look like. So your ideal morning focuses on you First, if you're not you and the best you possible, you are not going to be able to give the best of yourself to those. They're going to be getting seconds, and people don't like seconds, and they will eventually figure it out. If you're giving them your seconds, they're going to find somebody who's got some first left over, and they're going to go after them. Don't be that boy or girl. 
Do it right. Give your best the very first time. So wake up early if possible or just even a little bit earlier than normal if you're not a morning person. Drink a massive glass of water right off the bat. When you sleep, you know when it's cold and you're camping and you're laying in bed in your sleeping bag and you're breathing and it's it, you can see the smoke coming out because the lantern's still on the tent. Now, that's still happening while you sleep. It's just when it's not cold, you don't see it. So when you wake up, your body's actually dehydrated. Drink a massive glass of water. They say like a liter that's a lot, a half of a two liter drink of water, not Coke, uh, at one time to get your body fueled right off the bat. But do 10 to 15 minutes of reading. Maybe it's a devotional. Maybe it's a book like The Miracle Morning or The Seven Levels of Communication. Do some type of 10 to 15 minutes of reading. Put five minutes of just meditation and quiet time. Time for you, whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation, whether it's just quiet time you inside your head with no other noise spend those five minutes it's only five minutes but it's powerful take five minutes to exercise now if you know me i'm not i'm very 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 active but i'm not going to go to a gym at least not yet 42 maybe i'll do that later but I just don't have that desire. It doesn't fuel me. But just a little bit of stretching, a little bit of moving, getting the body loosened up for five minutes, they say, is absolutely critical. And when you do it, you actually feel better. I've tried it. I've done it. I'm getting better at being consistent with it. But after you're done with those few things, get dressed. And when I say get dressed, dress for success, knowing that you may meet somebody that their first impression of you may be the determining factor as to why they hire you or don't hire you. Don't go around like a hot mess every single day. You can't blame it on like, oh, I just, you know, I didn't have time to fix my hair. Fix your hair. Get up. Spend the time 10 minutes earlier if you got to. But dress for success. Be ready. Eat a healthy breakfast. And of course, uh, your morning coffee or your morning tea Get the ball rolling if you need that right there. It's something that's critical in most of our lives. I love my bongo java. Uh, I've got to have that in the morning. But after I've done a few of these other things to get my day started off right, and especially after my water. So you're creating your morning. The very next thing you must do is schedule your dollar-producing activity. Now, we break that down in four categories. So this hopefully will make it a little bit easier, but dollar-producing activities. I mentioned earlier, who can I meet that day? Now, preferably, I've already set it up the day before because you don't want to be calling people at 5.15 in the morning. But who can I meet that day? Wait till a normal time. Call them, set it up, and get it ready. But keep a running list of people to pick from, people that you meet and go, man, I'd like to meet that guy. I need to do some one-on-one with him. Have that list created somewhere in a journal or somewhere in your calendar and just a side piece of paper or a Post-it note. Don't forget to add in drive times to your schedule. Never be late. If you're on time, you are actually late. The worst way to meet with somebody is by telling them that their time doesn't matter to you right off the bat because you did not plan properly in order to be there, especially if they're a stickler for time management and you show up late. You are way behind the curveball right off the bat. If I'm late then you should literally start calling the local hospitals because something is wrong. Or I've called you 10 minutes before saying I might be late and better have a very good reason as to why. 
But these appointments are not just like meeting a buddy for coffee. These are actual intentional appointments where you're going to do intentional things to try to capture business and represent yourself and your company and expose yourself as a professional. Being late is not great exposure and not getting off on the right foot, especially if it's the first time you ever met somebody. All right, the second thing is your social events for that day or week. Know where you need to be and to be seen. Plan to work the room. Don't just go to something that you don't plan on doing something when you get there and being a fly on the wall. If you're gonna spend your time, go there and be effective. Study the latest article in National Association of Realtors or your local uh, association puts out research and articles. Study something so you'll have something productive to discuss in your field whenever you meet with people. Yes, be social and preferably let preferably let them talk first and tell all about themselves. If they're talking, you're winning because that's good. They connect better with you. But whenever you do open your mouth, have something productive to say and sound like you're an expert. If people think you're an idiot and you open your mouth and you prove it to them, then it's over with. You've wasted that time in your calendar. So be a professional, know your business, know what the rates are, know what's happening in the market. Uh, Always be a positive person. Even if it's a down market, figure out something good to say about real estate because they are still buying and selling even in the worst real estate times we've ever seen in our lifetime. People still have to buy or sell. Be the expert, be the positive person. Uh, Have your elevator pitch ready. Don't you dare, when somebody says, hey, what do you do? Don't you dare tell them you're a realtor. I mean, you're talking about shutting somebody down. You're like, oh, I'm a realtor. Even if you say it like that, you're gonna shut them down. Have something of value to say that communicates that you're a real estate professional and a realtor without necessarily saying the word. They already know 30 realtors and probably 28 of them are starving to death and unsuccessful. Don't put yourself in that category. Create the value with your pitch whenever you talk about what you do. And when you talk about what you do, hopefully you love what you do and they can hear it and they can feel it. And it's empowering to them whenever you when you talk about what your profession allows you to bring to this your community and to your friends and to those that you meet. So think about that. Create your pitch. Know it. Be able to say it. Uh, Tell your why if you need to. People love to hear why you're doing what you're doing. It's it's palatable. They can feel it and they're gonna connect better with you. The next thing you gotta do is block out call time. Dialing for dollars as the old uh, generation calls it. But I love that term. You're actually dialing for dollars. There's a reason why you're picking up the phone and pushing those numbers in order to speak for somebody. Your goal is to make money. Now. Touching your database, your sphere of influence, the leads that are generating, whether they're coming from uh, your company or coming from another agent that's uh, you're helping, or as you're getting your feet wet, maybe you buy some leads, not highly recommended, but sometimes you try that. Calling your database and calling your leads, touching the people that you know and that you know are already shopping. This is where you make your money. If somebody hits your website, don't wait three days to call them. 
They're gone. Allow margin in your day to be able to stop what you're doing and call a new lead instantly as soon as they hit. If you can figure out a way that it can text you, and as soon as you get that text, you respond, you have an 80% better chance to capture them if you call them within the first 90 seconds. 80% chance of capturing business in the first 90 seconds. Your odds drop dramatically after two minutes. Call them right then if they hit your site. Allow margin in your day. Allow that to be a priority for an interruption. Not all these other things that we allow to get in the way. Actually something that could produce you money. You've got this time. Use it. It's the reason we block our day off and to maximize what we do whenever something comes along that will take us 90 seconds or or three-minute conversation that could actually generate money, that's what you want to allow to happen and create margin for. So eliminate the other distractions. Allow that to be a positive. What could possibly be more productive than somebody going to the website and liking one of your properties, entering their information, including their cell phone number, and then wondering, huh, I wonder if anybody's going to call me and help me buy that house I'm looking at right there. They have a need at that moment, and you can call to fulfill that need by setting a, maybe a one-on-one appointment, going to the house, getting a buyer's consultation set. Do that. So make your call time, set it in stone, utilize it, and then also be ready in case people are hitting your site or hitting your leads, and you can call them. And then decide what you will write to three to five people in notes that day. Love on somebody. You scroll through Facebook enough to know that somebody you care about needs some encouragement. Utilize that time. Write them a note. Don't necessarily have to mention real estate. If somebody's dog dies and you see it and they're heartbroken, you can go to the tax record, find out where they live, send them a handwritten note, and I guarantee in about three days when they get it, snail mail, you're going to be somebody that they either call or text or send a note to or post on Facebook how kind you were to take a few minutes out of your time. That's the new you. That's the new exposure that you want. Somebody who cares, and you do need to care, but handwritten notes is a lost art. Let's bring it back one-to-one on somebody loving on somebody, encouraging somebody, uh, loss of family members, switching of jobs. Maybe they had a bad day and you've had one too and you can relate to them. It's powerful. Utilize it. Now, these four activities are what every day should hold. So when you're looking at your hourly, broken down by the hour hour on your schedule, make sure you fill in these blocks. Your hard lines are already set. Work in this other stuff. Figure out what's working best. I I heard that Thursday between 4 and 6 is the best time to call cold, dry, hard internet leads. Now, if you're having to call those kind of leads, it breaks my heart. We'll talk about that later in another podcast. But utilize the best time to actually do it if you're going to do it. Build your calendar before your calendar builds your day. You may not have social activities built in every day, but if it's possible, try to do two or three a week. Don't let that one fall aside. Don't let any of these four reduce. Utilize equally all of these opportunities. Don't miss it. Join a BNI group, a Business Network Institute group. Real estate seat in those groups are the hottest seat, second to mortgage, or really probably even first to mortgage. 
Mortgage and real estate are the best two in BNI Group. If you can't get into one, create one yourself. Get on board of directors somewhere. Force yourself to get involved in your community. You're a real estate agent providing value. Get in front of people that you can provide value to. Become a social butterfly. Now, some of you just literally threw up in your mouth when I said that. But you've got to be in front of people in order to capture them and do business with them. If you can't, if you don't like people and you want to be locked in your basement by yourself, working on a call center, then maybe that's what you need to do. But in real estate, you've got to be out. You've got to be in front of people. All right, now, when you already have these four things on your calendar combined with a powerful morning that's set up to empower you, Y-O-U, you have margin in your day to work on the other things that come up, like showing appointments with buyers, listing appointments with sellers. Professionals have a calendar that they have to refer to before they can commit to another appointment. When somebody calls and goes, hey, I love this house over on 123 Elm Street. Can you show it to me? I'm sitting out in front of it. And you look at your calendar and you go, oh, I've already got an appointment. What does 3 to 3.30 look like for you today? Or I'm available at 9 to 9.30 tomorrow morning. If you love it that much, we better get into it first thing in the morning. You've got to control your calendar and don't say, oh, my kid has a soccer game. I can't go because they got soccer practice. Never say that because you just minimize them and put, I know you're putting your family first, but they're going to give, you just gave them an opportunity to go, well, can't your spouse take them or can't they miss this practice? Practice. I mean, I really want to see this house and you're my realtor. If you don't make it an appointment, oh, I've already got an appointment at that time. Or I'm sorry, I'm already fixing to walk into a meeting with a client. Is there a way that I can meet you at another time? Call it an appointment. You already have an appointment at that time and can give them other free options based on your schedule. This is how professionals do it every day. You can't call an attorney and go, I'm walking in the door. You can't do it. You can't call a doctor and go, I'm here. I got a sore tooth. You've got to make an appointment. Same thing with real estate agents. And if you'll set that bar, you'll live by it. Your family, your children, your friends will love you for it. And you'll stay connected to them as well as I started this whole podcast off. Don't forget to love on your family. I'm as focused and as driven as anybody, but I've got to make the times, block the times, hard line so that I can spend that time with them. Always look for a way to set your appointments around what works best for your schedule. And you can't do that if you don't have it written down. You can do Google calendars. My wife and I are Google calendars together. We share calendars. It's a lifesaver. You can also do uh, handwritten and just notify them or talk to them about your day uh, before the day starts or even the night before. Guys, time blocking 20 and 30 year agents struggle at this. Everybody struggles with their calendar. Make it a priority the night before, the Sunday before the week starts. Know what it looks like. Maximize your productivity so that you can actually make money in this profession. Don't chase your tail. There's a lot of busy people wasting time on things that does not produce, that does not produce them money. Emails will always be there. A one-on-one may not be available if you don't set it and aren't intentional about it. There's a lot of crap and junk in your spam box. Don't worry about it until everything else is done that actually makes you money. Now, I'm going to wrap up with just a couple more things really quick. Does your calendar reflect your goals? 
Have you made appointments for you time, family time? Don't give distractions power. Stick to your schedule. Massively increase productivity and decrease your anxiety and stress. If you feel anxious, first go to your calendar. It's probably what's creating you've overcommitted and can't maintain it. Definitely something that jumps into me, may or may not for you, but when I feel it, that's usually the first place I look and it's amazing how I can get things worked out quickly. Use your work appointment, even if it's family time, use the word appointment. Time blocks so that you can focus on one thing effectively. People say, well, I'm great at uh, multitasking. No, you're not. And, and you may be okay at it, but you're not great at it. Focus on one thing. Read that book, by the way, one thing. Build your ideal day and stick with it, written down. Never be late and always over deliver. Beyond people's expectations. Everybody's average or below average. Don't be that. Deliver above their expectations. It's amazing whenever people do that, how you become invaluable when you over deliver. Allow time in your day for learning. Study your field. Become an expert. Be able to sell yourself. Be able to sell your profession and your value. Communicate your value. If you need to lose weight, schedule time for that to be a priority. If you need to learn more about your profession, schedule that to be a priority. If you need to, uh, uh, whatever it is, if you schedule it, you will do it and it becomes a priority. Don't be busy just to look busy. Block out the highest priorities first. Laser focused, better your best. guys rookie real estate is produced and edited by the amazing scott parker all content is written by me your host kenny stevens we are powered by the sounds real estate in franklin Tennessee, and i say that with this in mind the vision of the sounds real estate is to be an empowering partner bringing agents clients and communities home simply put we bring you home this podcast is not designed to recruit agents but it does align with our vision we want to be an empowering partner to bring agents home my dream for this content is that it will be used by any brokerage all across the country that any agent and the vast communities of those who dream of career in real estate i want to educate those on the road to their first 50 transactions and celebrate along the way i want to help ensure those who transition from their day job to their dream job succeed in that process if at all possible until next time my friends better your best